precedes desperate air hunger. At the last instant, I swoop in and deliver a rescuing breath, adjust my machine to take over what the brainstem can no longer command, make the lungs move oxygen in and out to keep the heart beating, transferring each tiny oxygen molecule to the cells. It becomes so easy after years of the rescue. It becomes so routine to watch the ebb of consciousness followed by the ebb of breath, and then to spring up as the obligate hero. It no longer feels like power. It feels like a job. I am an anesthesiologist, a practitioner in the art and science of anesthesia. The word means, literally, no sensation. In our modern lexicon, it denotes a temporary loss of sensation, an absence of pain during an otherwise painful procedure. That is how I see my job, to make painful events painless, to coax and manipulate the human mind to give up its fierce clutch on control, its evolutionary reflex to flee from dismemberment and violation. Granted, most patients come to surgery out of choice. The shoulder that stiffens on the squash court, the gallbladder that pangs upon digesting a rosemaried leg of lamb, the nuisances of body fat or age lines. Then, of course, there are the unfortunate twists of nature that destine some of us to die before a graceful blur into old age, the cancers creeping into baseball-sized tumors while we pay the bills, prune our roses, plan our children's birthday parties or the silent shearing of aortic aneurysms and coronary vessels and carotid arteries that snap our smoothly humming lives in half while we argue with our teenagers or make love to our husbands and wives. These events bring us to the doors of doctors and emergency rooms, place us supine on the white-sheeted gurneys rolling down the long, green-tiled, fluorescent-lit hallways into the cold and windowless operating rooms of this nation. Today is a day like any other workday for me. I shut off my alarm before five and stand shivering beside my bedroom heater while the shower runs to warm. Somewhere in the city, my patients are also beginning to rouse, anxious about their operations, worried about the ache or illness that can only be cured with a knife, trying to imagine the inevitable scar, trying to anticipate the pain, maybe even trying to anticipate me. A stranger, the only doctor directly involved in their care whom they've never met. People may select their family practitioners based on comfort and trust and their surgeons through reputation or referral, but anesthesiologists are usually assigned to an operating room rather than a particular patient. Hospitals couldn't absorb car accidents and emergency C-sections and gunshot wounds into an already crowded surgery schedule without a flexible, interchangeable anesthesia team. That anonymity almost kept me from choosing this speciality when I was in medical school. I wanted to be involved with my patients' lives, not just be a transient manager of their pain. I balked at the hubris of asking anyone to yield so much control to me after only a few introductory words. But within the first week of my anesthesia rotation, I discovered that I loved this work its precision and focus, its balance of technical skill and clinical judgment. 
finessing the interplay of heart and lungs while the brain sleeps, titrating narcotics and nerve blocks to that sweet spot in which a cancer patient's pain is relieved and they can still enjoy the time they have left with the people they love. And inside the scant space of my preoperative interview, I've discovered an entire cosmos of healing. The quick read of trepidation or naive acquiescence, the flash of entrapment or submission, perceiving the exact phrase or touch that can transform me from stranger to caretaker, from assigned clinician to guardian. I can't prove that rolling into the operating room believing you will be kept safe improves the outcome of surgery, but it's where I find the artistry in my work. I slip on worn blue jeans and a loose sweater, thankful that I only have to dress for the commute. The aroma of coffee lures me into the kitchen, still dark.